Good morning. Happy. You look amazing, by the way. Oh, thanks. I just woke up like this. I just rolled out of bed, and it's the camera, though. It's it's the camera. And the, and the lighting. I have a production manager. It took me about a million tries to get my hair in a ponytail. So. <laughs> That's where you're at today. Yeah. I showered. I'm, I'm also doing laundry today. Oh, okay. Oh, well, good. full disclosure. John carried it downstairs for me and put in the first load. So I'm not sure if that entirely counts. But the first load's free. My my sponsor, I think, called me a princess. But The, four, the first load is the hardest. It is really, truly. Uh, well, no, that's not at all true. It's actually really hard for me to finish laundry. Like, put, fold it and put it away. Like, it's so hard for me. Is is being called a princess, is that a character defect or is that just a title that brings honor? My sponsor did not um, bring it up as a character defect. She merely brought it up as a point of observation. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, no, she was like, I was talking about something and then she was like, well, if I could just mention, you know, I were, you know, I recall you know, you describing this and this and this, and like, you know, it seems like you really like to be treated like a princess in your home. I was like, "Mm." I don't know if you mean like my husband makes me coffee every morning and like, (laughs) maybe (laughs) I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with that. I just, think, no. I just think if you have like a loving and adoring husband, you just, take yeah, no, I don't take mm. it. No, I don't take advantage. Okay. Maybe I do. Anyway, that's what part of this process is. Anywho. Anywho. Um, that, that's a case Funday, study. Monday. Yeah. So it's we Funday did, Monday. it's Funday Monday. So this is, woo, we, we've been doing this, um, for like almost a year now, actually, as of next week, we will have been doing these recordings for a year and every week we were drawing a prize and we, um, we've changed that now to once a month. So the first Monday of every month we draw a prize from the names of all the people who comment, like, or share on, I'm not sure how he gets the names from YouTube, but I think it's like if people comment on YouTube, I, I yeah, I think he can see if people comment on YouTube. So anyway, we take all the names. We pick a name. So John has selected Sheila Niece. Sheila Niece, congratulations. I do know that Sheila lives in Ottawa. So you can actually go to the Ashes to Ruby's shop and you can pick a t-shirt, a tank top, a hat. Um, or if you like kombucha, you could also select a six-pack of kombucha from Carlington Booch. So just direct message us. And, um, yeah, and we will get you your prize. We'll get the info that we need. So congrats, Sheila. Thanks for following. Thanks for engaging. And anyone who wants to, like, comment, post, share, um, we will put you in our draw for next month for the May. Oh, my gosh. Time is just flying. I love it. Beach season's coming. I'm so excited for beach season. And kayaking. Yeah. <gasps> John got our electric scooters all charging yesterday. I'm so excited. Woo! Funday Monday! I don't know. John just put something on the screen. I'm not sure how that works. Funday Monday winner! 
I'm surprised he's not gonna write like, hurry up, keep going. So, in the spirit of hurry know. up, keep going. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> okay, sorry, silly moment. Shall we? We shall, we shall. Let's do our reading. All right. So we are going to read about detaching in love. Is mm. that right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today's April 5th. Here we go. Here we go. So um, detachment is a key to recovery from codependency. It strengthens our healthy relationships, the ones that we want to grow and flourish. It benefits our difficult relationships, the ones that are teaching us to cope. It helps us. Detachment is not something we do once. It's a daily behavior in recovery. We learn it when we're beginning our recovery from codependency and adult child issues. Um, And we continue to practice that along the way as we grow and change and as our relationships grow and change. We learn to let go of people we love, people we like, and those we don't particularly care for. We separate ourselves and our process from others and their process. We relinquish our tight hold and our need to control in our relationships. We take responsibility for ourselves. We allow others to do the same. We detach with the understanding that life is unfolding exactly as it needs to for others and for ourselves. The way life unfolds is good, even when it hurts. And ultimately, we can benefit from even the most difficult situations. We do this with the understanding that a power greater than ourselves is in charge and all is well. Today, I will apply the concept of detachment to the best of my ability in my relationships. If I can't let go completely, I'll try to hang on loose. Hang on loose. That's a great, that's a great uh, picture. (laughs) Hanging on loose. Um, Because I like to cling to people like, a little a little a little tighter um or i think that oftentimes we can kind of like waver between like the clinging and the enmeshment and like i need to to i need to give i need to you know be happy helpful supportive person and maybe have like lots of input into your life and then maybe i'll get frustrated if you don't do what i think you should do but i would really try really hard not to let you know that that's what i was thinking you probably only maybe be aware of like some passive aggressive behavior um like under the surface stuff but then like this concept of detachment for me is like or was like okay well now i can't have anything to do with you and that's not that's like i would just swing between this like oh i have to be so enmeshed in your life or like i can't be around you and so i think that that detaching in love is a really good concept to think about because it's it's somewhere in the middle. So is the opposite of detachment enmeshment? Um, or as Vicky said, I think it's like yes, or complete like not detachment and love, but like almost like ripping away. I would say like I think that there's the polar opposites, yeah. and I think detachment's the balance in the middle. Yeah, I think I would say like enmeshment for sure because. <clears throat> would be part of, would be like a a part of you know in healthy relationships like in in relationships that we want to grow and flourish i count you count i'm an independent person you're an independent person i'm an adult you're an adult and so 
you know, adults can listen to each other, like support each other, you know, love each other, be understanding, but we don't, we don't need to like, I like how she says we separate ourselves and our process from others and their process. Yeah. And so, yeah. So then a key to detachment is not getting in the middle. Yeah, and interfering. I think that, like, Inter- I think Ooh. that the thing that really stands out to me is that it's like letting people have they have their own right to their own feelings. They have their own right to their own experience and their perceptions and all that kind of stuff. And I think the part, the problem for me that I often run into is like I can't be okay if other people aren't okay. Mm. And so that's I think where if I'm not if I am. Am I, if I'm not detached lovingly, um, like I'm not going to be okay in so many ways because the outside is just not going to continually be okay because I'm feeding off of other people's emotions or of, or perceived emotions. They may not even be there, but like, we're very good at perceiving other people's emotions, thinking that we know what other people are thinking. Brene Brown calls it the story that I tell myself. And she's like, she'll often talk about how she stops herself and says like, okay, what's the story that I'm telling myself? And like, do I need to do a check in with this other person and say like, hey, this is the story that I'm telling myself about whatever, you know, about what's going on between us or, you know, about her husband's reaction or, and that was really helpful for me because then I'm like, yeah, it, it is a story that I'm telling myself. I'm interpreting your reaction or your behavior a certain way. And so that gives them the opportunity to say like, yes, no, maybe, and, and clarify. Yeah. Um, because I think well, when, when Melody Beattie's talking about, um, like at the end when she says like, if I can't let go completely, like when she's talking about letting go, she's not talking about like never, she's not defining what detachment looks like for, for, for you or for me. Right. She's not saying like, that means that you need to never see this person or never be around this person. Or, you know, she's not defining what detachment in love looks like, you know, because for some people it would mean that they there's, you know, they can't take certain people's phone calls for some people. It means that they're, you know, it looks different for everybody. You know, something that worked for me in my marriage might be actually really dangerous and harmful for someone else to implement in their marriage because their partner is different than my partner. And maybe their partner, you know, has, has violent tendencies or, you know, like it's just, it's not the same. And so we can share each other's stories because we can, we can encourage each other and find hope from each other or, um, you know, some wisdom, but for sure, like, I have to find my own path. You have to find your own path. One key that I saw was that it's done on a daily basis. Mm. I think that's interesting. Well, and I think that if I could, like, even as I'm looking at this, too, of, like, I think detachment, when we are attached inappropriately, whether it's a good relationship or a really bad relationship or whatever... I think that at the end of the day, when we are attached to that person, I think we're looking to get something out of them or, um, or, or to make ourselves feel better. And the problem with that is that it puts the other person or, and, or me in the position of higher power. So it's like, if I'm attached to someone, it's because I'm like, it's, there's a God factor involved and not letting God be God. 
Mm. Um, and so I think that that to me is a big thing of like letting the show run. Like, like she even said here, like, um, we detach with the understanding that life is unfolding exactly as it needs to. Like, I don't have to get in the way. I don't have to make everyone do everything that I want them to do or even like completely like throw up my hands and be like, whatever, I don't even care. Um, I think it, it has to do with that like love piece. Like you have, there has to be love underneath it, but love isn't that warm, fuzzy feeling of like oozing and, and, and that kind of thing. Love can mean making hard decisions. Love means, you know, love for others and what would be helpful for them. Enabling is not loving. Right. Um, and also, you know, um, you know, being abusive towards someone isn't loving. Um, cutting someone just out of your life, left, right, and center, like, isn't loving. I think mm-hmm. that it's just like love, like, it, like you said, takes on different forms, but it has to be um, that higher power love, like that unconditional love. And what does that look like? Um, and, and that's, I think, the key is that we don't have it all figured out. We don't know the answers. We're learning. And so as we, as we learn, we have to go to God for the wisdom yeah. because we don't know. And so these, you know, what was familiar and what was our, what was our practice? What was like the way that we interacted with the world and the people around us, we've yeah. begun to realize doesn't work for us and we want a new way. And so we go to God and we just say like, I don't actually know how to do this properly. And so as we go through today, when we think about the concept of detachment, you know, when we think about our interactions with the world around us and where, you know, maybe I'm recognizing that the way that I'm interacting with people isn't, isn't necessarily helpful or healthy for me or them or one or both. I need to go to God and just say like, would you give me wisdom? Would you give me like, you know, Wisdom is like the best word because an an intuitive thought can just come to mind. And then I'm like, oh, and then different new ways of, of interacting become, you know, become more natural, which is what I've seen. Yeah. Thanks so much for hanging today. Have a great Monday. Thank you. You too. Enjoy the sunshine and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Happy Easter Monday, everyone. I hope that if you are, yeah, go enjoy the day if you have it off. If you don't, find another way to enjoy it. (laughs) That's the advice. Bye, everyone.